All right, welcome to take two of the single track session number 102. This is uh, one of your hosts, Eric Manning, with Joel Hatch. Yes. Uh, we're at the Trail Manners Podcast here in Ogden, Utah. And uh, I want to start the show with uh, some sad news for all you listeners, mainly me. Um, after the Teton Cirque I did a couple weeks ago, yeah. apparently I left my f- favorite running hat probably on top of the car. Ah. Uh. So tired you left it. It's uh, lupine, is that right? I'll look for it when I'm up there this weekend. Yeah, so it's like three I weeks. Will. Hopefully someone just set it on a post. Exactly, right? People are honest. Yeah. Because it's my, the Patagonia trucker, the right. big one. Yep. And it's the blue and green, my favorite. Like, okay. It goes with everything. It I'll look with, for it. It goes with my eyes, my my tongue, everything. Right. It's, and I thought, oh, I forgot. I must have left it in Jim's car. So I texted Jim. He goes, nope. And I went, oh, I bet I put it on top when I was changing right. It was 11 o'clock at night. We pulled away. Yeah. So I'm a little hard. I haven't run since then because I'm still in mourning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anybody up in the Teton area that uh, sees someone wearing a Patagonia trucker hat with a Trail Manners logo in blue, that's yeah. mine because there's only one ever made. Snatch it. Grab it back. I'll pay the ransom if it takes <laughs> that, whatever it is. It's uh, The the bail. <laughs> it's, yeah, the bail money. It's sleepless nights for me. Yeah. I very much... I'm a hat guy. Right. And I was going through and looking at some pictures and saw some selfies, and it was... It was like tears rolling down my face. I, I know it's out there. Right. And it's just, it's alone. It's, it's a sad hat. Like, even if someone threw it in the garbage, which that would really not be a Ooh, good thing. That'd be but bad news. wherever it is, it's lonely. Right. Like, even if it's on someone else's hat, that's like foreign. Right. You know what I mean? That's just not right. So, no. if you see it out in the world, maybe I'll put a wanted sign on Facebook. If you see it, crowdsource it back to me. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking for a new hat. Yeah. And uh happened to get on the North Face website. Okay. Because they've got really comfortable trucker hats. Yeah. I, I like them. And about $200 later, I, I left their, their website because they were having a big sale. <laughs> That's a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah, right? I never found the hat, but I found a lot of other stuff, right? <laughs> I, thought, I got this shirt. That's a good-looking shirt. It is a good-looking oh, shirt. I that. got a jacket. Yeah, got a jacket. I'm excited about that. You, you needed a jacket. I do. I needed another jacket. <laughs> I was going to mention that to you yeah. earlier. I'm like, man, it's, you need a new jacket. I know, You're right? Like oh, 30. So- so comfortable when I got it. <laughs> anyway, so then I, I started looking around other places for a hat. Um, Mountain Hardware. Okay. Found one there. Okay. Really comfortable. You got it? Yeah. Okay. It's on sale. Okay. I, so I if just, you're looking for a hat, I do. yeah, it's nice. It's gray. It's kind of, it's not like exciting. See, that's what I was looking at Patagonia because I still have them, the duck oh, yeah. trucker, but I don't like the colors. They're a little weird. They're just graphic y yeah. or plain. And I've already got like a black one. I think right. I, have, I think I have two black ones. Yep. So I had another one still sitting in its plastic or bag. Right. But I like the color. Right now is a good time to look because everything's on sale from yeah. last year, up to 50% off. Patagonia, North yeah, Bay. I saw that Patagonia had um, come through. Mountain Hardware, I think, has stuff on sale. Steo yeah. has a sale. He's got their catalog right yeah, here next to I us. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's some good stuff mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. But I'm not buying anything right yeah. now. I'm uh, off the market for purchasing stuff. Yeah. I've been traveling too much. Gas money. I hear you. Snack money. Yeah. <laughs> that's where everything's <laughs> going. And, uh, yeah, I don't need any jackets, but there's two that I'm looking at. <laughs> of course. Because you got to have jackets. you got to have a couple on your radar, just in case. Just in case something, yeah. like I lost my hat, right? Yeah. So if I lose a jacket, there's a hole in my closet exactly. for a jacket. That's what I was telling my wife. Yeah. Because she was like, you've got a lot of jackets. I said, I've got a lot of opportunities to be comfortable in many different weather opportunities. That's right. Uh, you know, occasions. Well, last night we went to me and my daughter went to the Indigo Girls concert. Red right. Butte, mm-hmm. Took some rain jackets. Yeah, see? 
boom. And that's got a new Patagonia rain jacket. It's orange, of there course. You go. And I wore it, and I was like, it works. Yeah, see? So you were prepared. I totally was. There are people around me that were not, and I'm no. just, me and my daughter, I got, I brought her my pearl mm-hmm. rain jacket with my Suffer Better blanket. We just sat, listened. People yeah. were, like, scattering for the bathrooms and right. stuff. Right, you were like, comfy. Yeah, I'm like, Because you were prepared. Because I have the jackets. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the Patagonia one, though, I went online, like, just Googled Patagonia duckbill trucker because there's, like, certain color options. They have that yeah. one that's, like, orange and baby blue. Right. That's the money hat mm-hmm. I never owned. Right. It's and it's hard to, to find. Be, it's nowhere to be found. Can you find it on eBay? I did. Didn't find that color. Some gotcha. guy was selling a used one. Not yeah. that color, but just a random used duckbill trucker for 50 bucks. If it was orange and blue, you'd pay 50 bucks for it. Probably if yeah. I had, like, a good interior photo of it. Yes, like, exactly. I'm, I'm really... I don't wear, like, used stuff. There's a few used things I will never. Underwear. Right. Never. Yeah. Mattresses. Yeah. Condoms. Yeah. Yeah, those would probably, yeah. That's a no-no. Yeah, that probably is. Right. I've been reading stuff on that. It's been research. But, yeah, so I'm really heartbroken. So if anybody knows a line on a Patagonia duck-billed trucker, the bigger ones, with the, like, good colors. Yeah. You know, not the ones online Patagonia's website. Yeah. I don't want any of those. But, like, the good, bright, hello colors are in the market. And you could make me happy. Christmas is right around the corner, it after is. all. So is a lot of holidays. I mean, we could do Labor Day presents. I know. <laughs> Halloween. Know, Halloween trick or treat. Mm-hmm. You just come Turkey in. Turkey Day. Turkey Day. Yeah. I'm going to, okay, so here we go. I'm going to Colorado Springs for thir- Thanksgiving. For Turkey Day. For okay. Turkey Day. So I don't know if anybody in Colorado Springs listens to this show. Right. Or if maybe you know someone in Colorado Springs, but I, I'm looking for a tour guide. Little, I, little running? Yeah, I kind of want to do uh, Pikes Peak, but I know the weather may not let me get there yeah. with the snow. Um, a little cold. I kind of want to do the incline. But you got jackets for that? I have a few jackets. I'll even lend somebody a jacket. There you can go. wash those pretty good. I don't mind lending stuff like that. Hats right. I won't. If you need a mattress, I won't lend you that either. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of looking maybe for a, an opportunity to run in Colorado Springs for Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm throwing that to the wind right now. Um, so, moving on from the loss of my Patagonia Duckbill Trucker Limited Edition, one only in the world, Trail Manners logoed hat, we will skip to something else that happened this week, kind of on a whim that surprised me. So, a, a listener, Henry Howard, okay, um, he has a website called Run Spirited. He sent me a, a, an email about just doing a quick little interview about okay. how I got into running. Right. And I will say this, I am not an interesting person, <laughs> and so I was really nervous, like I don't gotcha. do well with this stuff. He did a really good job. Like, he sent me the right. article before he posted it, which is huge. I think that's really great. Right. Man, he is a talented writer. <laughs> like, he could make a turd look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he just, I just really liked how he did things. It was just, it was just great. So, I'm going to put a link for those of you who haven't seen it, because it was kind of fun. Uh, my daughters read it, and they smiled, because it said Pride Moments, and it was my two daughters. There they you read go. it, and they're like, are you serious? I'm like, hey, it's on the internet. It's, it's got to be true. It's got to be real. That's right. Um, so let's get into some uh, happenings, shall we? This weekend was kind of a big deal. There was uh, Colorado kind of blew up with some big races. Two big races. Um, let's start with uh, the 100-miler, though. Okay. Because um, that's longer than the other one because it's 100 miles. Um, well, there's actually three in Colorado, really. Um, but we'll start with the Leadville 100. All right. Um, that's kind of one of those historical, iconic. I was in a book about people that ran without shoes. Right. It's been around for a while. It's been around for a long time. It got um, really popular a couple of years ago. 713 entrants. That's a lot. A lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, the women, we'll start with the ladies. I like starting with the ladies. Katie Arnold and Addie Bracey. Um, they were duking it out. They were. They were together for like the first half plus of the race. Right. Um, 
and then uh, Katie decided that she was going to go faster. Right. And so she did. And so she finished in 1953. Mm-hmm. Um, Addie Bracey came in at 21.17, and uh, Gina Slaby um, came in 23.13. So well-played ladies. Um, on the men's side, Robert Carr. I call him Robert now. Do you? Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know that until now. I mean, he's listening in his headphones, but <laughs> he's got his Jaybirds in. Um, but yeah, Rob Carr, he just uh, finished the hundred mile bike ride. Yeah, the week before. Yeah, right. So he's warmed up. He placed pretty well in the hundred mile bike ride too. He did. Top didn't he? Ten, if I remember right. I'm top, gonna go top twenty. Top just twenty. Be safe. Okay. That covers a lot of spots. That's. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but he literally blew the field away, like literally. Yes. Uh, Fifteen fifty one. Didn't he get a little bit lost too? Um, did you read that? I didn't. Okay. So um, I. Saw that he was running, and I checked in at one point, and he was running. He, he was, like, through mile 31 in the okay. lead. Course director pace. I was like, oh, this is going to get exciting. Checked back a couple hours later. They had him at, like, 78th place or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? What happened? Did he blow up? And then I saw somewhere where somebody said, oh, he got off course by a couple miles. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Huh. Or maybe it was a chip problem. I don't know. Maybe somebody was cheating. Not oh, him. Not, not him. him. But you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, because it was kind of a scary weekend for Matt Carpenter. Yeah, his course record almost went. Yeah, so he has a course record in 2005, and Carr was off at nine minutes. Yeah, that's that's fast. Fifteen. After riding 100 miles the weekend before? And I looked it up, his biking, he finished 14th. Okay. Yeah, in 7.08. So he's a little faster on the bike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like he could have done two bike races. Gosh. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, he, uh, crazy. I mean, he's had a good year quietly. Bryce Canyon, he won a few other races. I'm going to say that that performance right now is performance of the year for me. Mm Mm-hmm. It what is. Else? What I'm trying to think, what else is out there? Um, Off the top of Wamsley's my head. Wamsley's well, Western, Western State. States. But you know what? Wamsley didn't ride 100 miles the weekend before. Yeah. And Carr's been gone for a while. He has been. Really. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's ran. He hasn't run 100 for three years. 2015 was his last 100 miler. Right. So that's pretty good. And he almost got the course record. He almost got the course so, record. So that Matt Carpenter record stood for oh my gosh. 13 years. It's like 2005. Stand for another 13. Yeah, because it was pretty good weather from what I hear for that race. I mean, second place was Ryan Kaiser, 1737, so almost two hours behind. Yeah. Third place was 1815 by Seth Kelly. Um, yeah, so that's, that's phenomenal. That's just It's mind-boggling. Yeah. To run that fast at altitude. Yeah, that's, I think, 10,000 feet average yeah. um, altitude there. So congratulations, everybody at Leadville. I think one of the most incredible stories for me of the year um, and of the weekend is Dave Mackey, uh, yeah. Finnish Leadman. So that's, that's cool, with huh? all of them, 100-mile bike, 100-mile run. All uh, the they got the 50-mile stuff, the 10-mile, right. 10 10K. 10Ks. Um, he finished in 24.54, but as we know, it's only been three years. Since he lost his Since leg. Since he lost uh, part of his leg, his knee down. Right. Um, and that, I don't know, super inspiring. And the lead man is hard on its own, let alone with, right. you know, something like that. Where right. He's just, I don't know, he, what, an, what an awesome story, though. And he's such a nice guy, which is even better. Like, if he mm-hmm. was a dink, he wouldn't be as cool to me. True. But he would still be cool, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I would just be biased because he wouldn't be nice. But he's super nice. The other one that I almost forgot that's kind of a big deal, and I kind of... 
I waffle on this one. If someone okay. would pay my entry, I would do this race. Oh, would you? Trans Rockies. Oh, yeah. So when I was with the Pearl team years and years and years and years and years and years ago, and years ago. Pearl Zumi, that is. Yeah. Um, we had an entry, and I kind of give it to uh, Timothy Olsen and Ian Torrance. Right. And I kind of wanted to just take it. Because it's super. Because it's I don't know what it is now, but back then it was like three grand for a team, but two. Probably is that much now? Yeah, I don't know if it's like inflation. It's like nine grand. I don't <laughs> know. Who knows? But uh, but it looks kind of. It's just a. It's just the environment that appeals right. to me. It and, looks fun. And and you get a run throughout the day. So that that happened this weekend. Um, looks super fun, man. A lot of cool people out there. Um, Hillary Allen and uh, Lucy Bartholomew were a team. Oh no! And they didn't win. They didn't win? How's that? Like, you throw those names together and, like, oh, so you guys took second. (laughs) And then uh, third, uh, let's see. So twin sisters Lena and Sana Elkot from Sweden won the two-person relay. So it's a six-day race, six days, two people, 1748. And uh, Lucy and Hillary were 1826. Wow, that's pretty close. That is. But, yeah, two uh, girls. Twins. I was going to say, they look like twins. They are twins. That's why they're called twins. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool on the on the women's side. On the men's side, um, I see the team winners were Sean Lywood and Mike Tucker in 1925, which uh, would put them at uh, third overall. The two women's teams beat them. Sounds like it. Yeah. Doesn't it? Cody Reed did a solo six-day race in 1637. Ah, nice. And the women's side, Tessa Chesser, won the solo six-day race in 2104. So I would like to do the team one because there's, like, That'd rules, like, right. you can't finish so far apart. Right. So I think it would just be fun. It would and then be fun. you just hang out. People set up tents, yeah. you eat, you hang out, maybe have some beverages and cheese curds, whatever, right. whatever they give you. Just so a little fuel for the next day. Yeah. Um, and then, kind of the old the old granddaddy, the Pikes Peak races were going on this weekend. Those have been so around for a year or two. They have the Pikes Peak Ascent and the Pikes Peak Marathon. Right. And I'm not going to shed any light on, I'm not going to knock anything, but the Ascent climbs 7,815 feet over 13 miles. You top out at 14,000. That's a lot of climbing. Um, but they changed it this year because of weather, so... Um, push down to 10,000 feet um, to bar camp. So I'm going to skip that one because the Pikes Peak Marathon is where it's at. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just go right to it because this is why I said Matt Carpenter had an interesting weekend. Yes. So Dakota Jones, um, who is just another amazing dude. He is. He reached a summit. Okay, this is the marathon. Okay, he reached a summit in 218, and he sprinted the 13 miles downhill. Okay, 13 miles so 218 up, right? Yep, 13 miles downhill right. in one hour, 13 minutes. Oh, that's fast. <laughs> and it's kind of technical up top, too, I think. And I, don't I think know you're I going could, against traffic, too. I don't know right? if I could go that fast if someone pushed me over and I just tumbled down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's oh, insane. That's fast. Um, it's, it was three minutes better than anyone else, and he won the race in 332. So he beat Carpenter's old record. Yeah, so he beat uh, the downhill split was better. Jones's uh, uh, downhill was 113, and Matt Carpenter's 115 oh, uh, from so 1993. Still close. Um, oh, Carpenter's overall record still stands okay. at 316. Because he ran the uphill faster. faster. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's 16 minutes Dakota still Oof. had to get. I mean, that's, that's close. You have to make that on the uphill. I don't think you could go any faster downhill successfully. I think it would be hard because you are fighting that traffic. All those other racers that are coming up the hill. Well, 13 miles in one 13. That's booking. That's ooh. 
I like that. I haven't used that term in a while. Booking. Booking. Book <laughs> that's, that's a good term. <laughs> what was the other one? One I like that you use. I can't even remember what it is. It's a good one, but I won't even think of it. But janky. That's the one I was oh, thinking yeah. about. Janky. I've never heard anybody use that before. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. But what what makes it even funner, um, but uh, – to, to get to the race, Dakota rode his bike. He did. 250 miles. Durango? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, well, race the money for Protect Our Winners. Yeah. Because uh, there's not much of those anymore. Exactly right. Because <laughs> we need the whole western United States is on fire. It's sad. Everywhere you go. I was it up at is. Tony's Grove this weekend, and there's a big fire at Bear Lake right now. Yeah. I'm luckily, on the east side of yeah, the lake, right? Yeah, you get that smoke. I was at Tony's Grove, and the smoke settled right in. Yeah, I talked to... Uh, a lot of people that have gone up to Canada recently, and they drove, and they said it was smoke-filled all the way up to Canada, and we think it's bad here, but it's ten times worse up there. Man, it just makes it for not – you shouldn't be outside almost. Yeah, running lately has been pretty harsh. And breathing all that mm-hmm. toxic sludge. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so on the men's side, like I said, Dakota won that in 332. Second was uh, a guy from Spain, Oriel <laughs> Cardona. And 337, and Darren Thomas was third in 337 All as well, just times. 15 seconds back. Yeah, it's, it's some of the names you might recognize, Sage Canada was sixth in 346. Max King was 15th, he 437. He raced the weekend before, yeah. didn't he? Something like that. And one, one of my favorite all-time names running, finished 13th in 413, was Patty O'Leary. Yes. God dang it, that's a cool name. It is. I'm going to use that that's as my solid. Tinder name. It's going to be my Tinder name, man, I swear. Oh, uh, you're going to get some really weird requests. That's all right. It's just all good Friday night yeah. fun. You know, especially, you know, it's like I was talking to my my daughter last night at the uh, Indigo Girls concert, and she says I should change my Facebook status to In Relationship with Netflix. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, you're kind of funny and mean, but thank you. What do you got to watch? So we were comparing Netflix stuff. Gotcha. Um, on the women's side, on the Pikes Peak, um, Lynn Bjornlunds, um, she set the record 415 in 1981. Um, Megan Kimmel. Oh, she ran fast. 415.04. She yeah. broke the record by yep. seconds. So this thing has stood since 1981. Yeah. So we do talk about Carpenter's record because it's yeah, stout. That's stout. I mean, it's just the time. It's right. not he's the guy. It's just the time. Yeah. But the women's has stu- stood for a lot longer. But uh, Meg, Meg and Kimmel broke it by, what, 14 seconds? God, that's almost four years. 133 downhill yeah. for her. That's so she's fast. still hauling downhill. Do anything that's remotely like that from 113 to two hours downhill, I think it's fast. I, I just don't You understand. have so many people coming up the trail. Well, I don't, I don't care if you have like a free, I mean, 13 miles in 113. That's fast. My quads hurt right now. Yeah. They're I, actually a little sore. I, yeah, I need to rub down. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Laura Orgue, also from Spain, was second in 430, and the defending champion, Cristina Massareno, was third in 437. Hmm. So um, Anita Ortiz ran it, was a notable eighth, 519. Um, but she also did the ascent the day before. <laughs> she's old school. Yeah, she's like, if I'm going to drive that way, let's run. Yeah. Let's get some miles in. Um, also this weekend, we had the uh, Squamish 50-50 up in Canada, A. Eh? Yeah. Which is uh, put Robbins on by event. Gary Robbins' race. And I know it's going to be shocking to everybody out there, um, but uh, Courtney DeWalter uh, won. In 8:22, so I know people are probably going, "What? No way!" <laughs> Who's um, Courtney? Yeah, who, so she's you know won Western States, uh, Mount Fuji, 
uh, Ultra Trail, Behind the Rocks, Black Canyon, mm-hmm. Cold Water Rumble 52, and uh, Sean O'Brien 100K. She's okay. She's doing she's doing okay. Yeah, I mean, right? I think she's still flying under the radar, right? I yeah. think she's still kind of going as not still really. Still waiting on that sponsor. Yeah, she's just right? waiting for a little publicity. She just wears those, <laughs> those basketball shorts yeah. from, from Big Five. She can get sponsored by, I don't know, somebody. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. I mean, someone's got to recognize her at some point yeah, right? and say, hey, this girl has a little bit of talent. Yeah. Now we should probably tap into that. But hopefully she got all her racing done and now she's back teaching, so. I don't think she's teaching anymore. Isn't she? I thought I read that. Really? She's not teaching anymore. Ah, she's still chasing sponsors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she doesn't have time for that. Grading papers. <laughs> I'm filling out applications. Yeah, exactly. For sponsorship. I think she has got a couple more races in her in her schedule for the year. Do you do you see anybody dethroning her for ultra run of the year for women? No. I don't know how you. Absolutely not. I mean, Western states, obviously, um, yeah. that's that's going to put you up there. Now, for just looking like American side, no. She's got it wrapped up for the American side. Well, what about like worldwide? Overall? Somebody would have to go run UTMB and break the course record. Okay, we'll talk about that next. Significantly. But I don't, and then they would have to had something had some before. other race. But no, she's got it for the U.S. side, no problem. I, I can't see anybody coming close to challenging her. Um, I guess you could throw out names like Megan Martinez. She did really well <laughs> at uh, Skyline. At taking was, pictures? Yeah, yeah. So she, but, yeah, Courtney is just – that just blows me away. So she finished in 822. Right. Okay. Second was 845, and third was 903. Right. So, you know, that's that's the 50-mile race because okay. there's the 50K. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think – and there's, you know, there's races all over, all over the place, everywhere. Um, Waldo was this past weekend, That's 100K. Right. Congratulations to our buddy John Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart not only just got in, but he finished the race. He finished it. He so said it was good fun. That's awesome to see. Um, there's also, uh, ah, we'll skip, we'll skip that because okay. I want to, I want to talk about the UTMB a little bit. All right, let's do that. So we just, I'm gonna because Joel had the great lead in and he had no idea. So this is what's so great about this show. So the 2018 UTMB women. Right. Okay. So. I'm going to throw some names out. Right. There's uh, Caroline Chavarro, Ooh. and that's as close as I'm going to ever get if that's not correct. Right. Okay, so she's um, hmm. she's running. Naria Picas, is that right? I think that's close. Okay, and she won it last year, right. UTMB. Um, Claire Gallagher from the U.S. is going over there. Yeah, she's pretty good. So I'd say those might be your favorites. Right. Um, there's, uh, from Japan, there's uh, Kaori Niwa. Mm-hmm. Um, she's running it. I mean, there's there's a ton. I mean, because we're talking European, more based runners. Right. So there's a, just a lot names more. Names that are a lot more difficult to pronounce. Yeah. And there's some. There's some I'm not even gonna I'll look at and go. That's a guy's name, you know, or something. But yeah, I won't even go there. Um, Stephanie Violet's running. Casey oh. uh, Lichtig's running. Wait a Mag- minute. We're talking like the full distance UTMB. Yeah. We're, we're not talking CCC or TDS. Correct. Okay. That's that's the starting wow. list. Uh, Magda Boulay is mm-hmm. running. So I mean, there's some. Uh, Eliza Lapier. All right. Lapierre, Lapier, whatever. Mm. I suck at pronouncing names. I'm going to say Lapier. I mess my name up it, a lot, it too. It sounds better. Um, Sally McRae. Here's one. Like, no disrespect, but here's a name. I'll let you. It's uh, F-U hyphen capital Z-H-A-O. That's first name. Last name is X-I-A-N-G. Wow. Um, that sounds pretty good. China. Already. It's a yeah. Chinese name. Yeah. I thought it was Rhode Island at first, but it's uh, Fu Zhao Jing. That's pretty close. That was close. I mean, I watch a lot of World Roll Cup. Roll with it. Um, but there's a lot. I mean, there's a huge list of women. It's un, 
and we say this a lot. I mean, we it's name, twenty deep, right? It's it's deep, and I know there's like favorites, like when sure. you're looking at last year's winner, when you've got um, Caroline, who's you always put there. I mean, she I'm could not have quite problems. Sure how, yeah, I think she had some problems this year. Yeah, um, she DNF'd UTMB last year, um, but yeah, I mean, you just never know. And I, I'm, so I'm looking at this list, and I'm thinking, who did we just name? Even if they won this race, could beat Courtney, and they can't. I don't think well, there is no. one on there. Even if they break the course record. So looking at next year, what races do you want to see Courtney do? If uh, she's healthy. If she's healthy. Yeah. Um, Nordic Valley 7K. Oh, but I think that's she could this do, year. Uh, that's, this, okay. that's this year. Well, I mean, Gib Wallace, she could win some cash. She could. And set a course record. <laughs> she might record. be able to pick up a sponsor or two. Yeah. And I mean, there's I'd play hoops with her after. Right. Um, I don't know. Next year, what I'd like to see her run. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she won Western. Right. You got to throw Hard Rock in there yeah, or Leadville. I mean, ooh yeah, Leadville would know be good because I mean? she'd be up there running. UTMB. Yeah, I think she'd be ready for UTMB. Yeah, especially if she gets some sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> you can go over there and kind of train. Train a little bit. Yeah. Um, she does live in Colorado. Yeah, I think something like that. I'd like to see her do a Hard Rock. Just, yeah. just to see. Right. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, if you're doing UTMB, you have to be able to do well at Hard Rock to do well at UTMB. It's similar. Yeah. Well, Hard Rock is a lot higher than UTMB. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I don't know. I think I think the people that win UTMB type races, you need to train there. We had this yeah, conversation yeah. with you somebody do. not too long ago, but it's, and that's why Americans are doing so much better is they're spending time over there. Right. Let me look at Hayden. He's you know, Whether it's CCC, yeah. UTMB, any of those races. Um but yeah, I think back to that. I don't see anybody on here that would dethrone. No, they would have to have a stellar year, and then do something else this fall, like yeah. win the North Face. Yeah, do something after UTMB. But right. again, Courtney probably has other races, so yeah, she she's wins again. Races. I mean, mm-hmm. I just don't see anybody. She's got locked down. Yeah, I think so personally. Yeah, even yeah. even if she stopped right now. Yeah, and went back to teaching. Yeah, playing basketball. Yeah, season starting. The men's side could be. That's going to be super interesting. Much more interesting, I think. Um, so there's a couple names um, that'll jump right out at you. Right. The, the Hornet. Yep. He's in. Yeah. Uh, it's the UTMBKJ race. Yes, it is. You know, it's. Uh, I'm still the guy that says if he lines up, he's going to win. He's going to be top three, right? Yeah. I just. It's probably you, you have to have a day, and he doesn't have a day for right. you to, or he just wants to run with you for a little while or hang he just out. wants to stop and pay, take pictures <laughs> yeah. then you might get in the top three because <laughs> and i'm not i'm not even then he's going to want to run and kind of talk to you and see how your day is going yeah talk and, about cheese curds oh man i would love to talk to him about that yeah, see? he would be a good interview for mm-hmm. cheese curds wombly's running he's all right um he's had a good year he's had a big train block uh, in silverton yeah, he has. He's been crushing it down there. He's primed and ready to go. Um, Professor X is running. He's all right. Um, Luis Alberto Hernando. That dude's a beast. And he's got a killer name. Yeah, he does, right? He just that rolls off your tongue. is such a beast. Like, you could order that at a restaurant. What would you like? I'd like a Luis Alberto Hernando, please. <laughs> I would like the combination plate. Um, Tim Tolleson. Uh, another solid runner. Another solid runner. And then there, I mean, we could name names that... Uh, you can go 20 deep again. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Sands. Oh, Alex really? Nichols. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Now now it's getting really interesting. Oh, man. This name always... And when I say it right, it's good. Jetta Denimus Greenius. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of hot business. and cold sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
He, he's either like on fire or he's like drinking beer somewhere. Andrew Miller. He blew up last year, didn't mm-hmm. he? But he because he goes after it. Mark Hammond here locally is going to be Andrew there. Andrew Miller, if he can just dial it back a hair, he'll be top three. Mark Hammond, same thing. That dude, I'm going to go top five with him. Who? Hammond? Hammond, yeah. He's a sneaky bugger, man. He's good. He's, he's, he's so an amazing runner, solid. but he's just still quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, Andrew Miller. Um, who else we got? Is that somebody? race this weekend? It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So Tara, Tara Warren's out there. Yeah. Um, friend of ours here from Ogden. That's cool. So UTMB, for those that don't know, it's a 105.6-mile loop around Mount Blanc. Um, How much climbing is there? There's over 2,000 runners. Um, there's more than... 30,000 33,000 feet? 33,000 feet. That's a lot of climbing. Yeah. I did six this week so far. Seven this week so far. Really? My legs hate me. I've done... S- Whatever eight, your stairs are? Eight flights. Yes. Eight flights of stairs. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of big names. And again, kind of who has the day. And the list is can go on and on for people oh, for sure. that you've heard of. And then you've got the, the, the junior varsity races. The CCCs. And the, the TDS. TDS. And those yeah. are stacked. Yeah, so it's gonna be. Okay, so who, let's say top top five for you on men's. Side. Men's, yeah. I'm going uh, Killian. Okay, number one. I think he'll. Wait, is this just in order, or just these people are gonna be in the these top five? These are top five. Okay, but Killian will finish first, second, and third. Like <laughs> I think he's gonna take the po- sweep the gotcha. podium. He's just gonna lay up there like yeah. Burt Reynolds oh, Playboy yeah. style. Totally, with yeah. like a yellow jersey. Yeah. Shorty shorts. Oh, for sure. One Smiling. Splitters. Yeah, just his grin. Um, so I think Killian. So these are just no order except for gotcha. Killian. Uh, I'm going to say Killian. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm going to come back to one here. I think Professor X. Okay. Um, I like him in this. He, he knows that course really good. Yeah. Um, man, this is tough. There's too many. Um, right. I like your Mark. I like your Mark Hammond for top five. Yeah, I think he's a shoe in for top five. I think that's a sentimental one for me. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna. They so got three, two more. I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> my combination plate for okay. sure. I like him a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. I do. I think he's he's just neat. He he's. I said it like five times already. That dude's a beast. When he's on it, he's hard to beat. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Luis Alberto Hernando, and I don't know. Like, I haven't done research, so right. I don't know if people have been hurt, what yeah. they've been running. I'm not that deep into this, mm-hmm. but he's a three-time defending trail world champion, 2016, 17, and 18. He's won this race before. He it, knows what it it's takes. It's hard to go against him. So who right. do I got? I got Killian, Professor X, LAH. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I'm going Tolison. Oh, yeah, you had the Hammond in there, too. So there's there's five. Okay. And Wamsley wow. is 5.5. He's outside the top five. Yeah. Dang, man. I don't know. That's why I was wanted to come back to it because mm. I can see him gotcha. as well. He's been training. Yeah. And he's kind of got that little he's kinda the got, Western States gone now. Kind of so, getting, getting it figured out now. Well, I mean, once, I think once that Western States thing was finished, he right. kind of he, he can relax. Yeah, and he's you know been I mean? low-key. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bump. <laughs> I can't bump any of those dudes. But you've, you're okay. committed now. Killian. He's he's your your he's your substitute, right? If one of the other guys okay. gets hurt, he can slide in. I'm gonna say Wamsley or Hammond will be top five. Oh. The other four will be there: gotcha. Hammond or Wamsley. Wow, and that's where I'm at. What about you? I'm I'm gonna say Wamsley for the win. I'm gonna say it right now. Damn, Wamsley. 
for the win. Then the Hornets, number two. Those two are going to duke it out. It's going to be fun to watch. And then our boy, Mark, he's going to slide in, number three. Tolson, number four. And then I'm going to go for the the, the, almost the All-American sweep, Zach, number five. Yeah, Zach Miller. He's won CCC. I do know that. All right, what about the ladies' side? Oh, man. That's a tough one. I'm going repeat champ. Okay. And I think... Uh, I'm going to say Stephanie Violet's going to have a good day. Really? I'm going to say that. So I think uh, Nuria will win. And yeah. I think Caroline Chavreau will finish top five. I think she's been hurt this year, so I'm not quite sure... The only reason I'm saying she's going to be top five is because she DNF last year. Well, she knows, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I got to go with her. I'm going to look tight to get some top five. Do you? Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah, she's I'd a like good kid. to see that. Um, hmm. I think Magna's got a shot. Mm. We'll see. I, I like uh, Picos. I think Top she's. Five. I think she'll win. I think she'll be back to back. Yeah. Plus, she's got a cool last name. Yeah. Picas. Um, and then there's a lady from Spain. She finished. Uh, it's a UXUE. Mm. So that's. Oh her. yeah, yeah. I that one's a tough one. Yeah. I don't. I forgot the the rules on those. Um, there's that lady from. I think it's Japan. She ran really well. Noria Kiwa, that one. Yeah. That one. I think it's both of them are gonna. I think. I think the the men to me. Might be deeper, for sure. But I think the women are harder to pick. Yes, that's what I'm going to go with mm-hmm. because I think it could just so much happen on either side. Well, <sighs> if if any of like say Stephanie or Casey or Magda have a good day, they can win it, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, I totally agree with that. I think I, I think that the the top end of the women's field is a little bit smaller this year. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. I, I think it's just getting so much more competitive too. So people, that, runners that typically have come into this race maybe as the favorite, that I'm gonna say they could coast. I mean, it's a right. long day, but I think it's just more like you have to have a game plan. You have yes. to be on your game. Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot of room for error. Not in this like race. Like there used to be. Right. Like there used to be. You know, before you could rally. You, right. You, yeah. I mean, there. We've talked to people that have done it in the past that have done that, you right. know, that rallied late. Jeff Browning last year was yeah. talking about how he was, like, way back and ended up finishing where he did. But I, I just think more and more there's just so many more talented and experienced runners right. that, yeah, I, uh, yeah. So, anyway, it starts uh, Friday, August 31st, so it's a week away. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got right. one so more week. week out. Right. Yeah, we're still a week out. So we can talk about it again next week a little bit. For sure, if anybody. Right. Switches like yeah. someone gets into some bad brie and yeah, can't run or, exactly or whatever. Somebody drops out between now and then. But we'd like to hear your comments too, like who you think is going to do what, when, and how. Let's not do a contest. We're not going to do a contest. No contest. Those are too hard to track. They are. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see that. So anyway, that's uh, that's our UTMP UTMB preview uh, for week and a half out. I right. guess close to that. Um, what do we got? We got uh, Joel's week for Woody Footy. Yes. There were some good ones. There were some. I'm going to name a couple because I was pretty one pumped. One or two good ones. I was looking at this with my uh, my uh, youngest Grant daughter. Grant Nichols had a good one the, oh, yeah. up in the Tetons. That, that was, was good, good one. Looking. That's one place I haven't been so far, that, that lake up there. Um, I, I always go left at that intersection. I never go right. Okay. Um, so maybe one day I'll go right. Delta Lake yeah. is what it was, where he was at. 
Um, the real, well, another cool one, um, oh, man, I'm sorry, Zoli, Z-O-L-I. Mm-hmm. He was scouting a course for a future race near the Dead Sea in Israel. Wow. And took a picture. That was cool. I'm like, Israel? Because I was looking at these with my da- my youngest daughter. Right. And she was like, holy cow, because we had like... Waldo, we have right. people on the Western States course. Yes, all that guy started the Western States because he's going to get picked in the lottery. Yep. I like that. And we sent him some mojo. Cade Brown, we're yep. sending you some mojo that direction. Big, big group with Andrew Giles, um, North Shovel Pass, Skyline Trail, Jasper National Park, Alberta. That one up in Jasper, they're up in the Skyline Trail. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Okay. That was like number two on my list. Was it? Yeah. Um, Alicia Jenkins, she ran the Squamish 50-50, and she got a hat and a hug from Gary. She yep. said, worth it. For sure. Well, yeah. Um, our friend Brian Fluman, she was on the course of Bigfoot. Bigfoot 200. That was another, another good one. Um, let's see. What else was There was a couple that I liked. We had Steve Hamilton. He got a little boo-boo. Jumping down a, a waterfall. Yeah, John a, took a really cool one, John Stewart, yes. on the Waldo course. That was Big good. old tree stumps. <laughs> that was super cool. Derek Jenkins, he's doing uh, uh, there's an American flag, and he's kind of going sideways. Yeah. That's impressive that people that can was. do that. That's Super's some serious strong. strength. Harriman, State Park. That was, that was on my race. top three right there. Um, Ryan Ward had an awesome one, a snow basin. What colors yeah. are starting to come out there, man. And it's not because it's getting cold. No. Black or rain. Yeah, and we it's got depressing. some finally today. Um, kind of. Yeah, poor where I was at. It came down really hard. Yeah. Um, Nate Reese had a good one at City of Rocks. There's a picture with a trail manor shirt on. Uh, Lee Moss, he was out at the Pikes, Pikes Peak, Peak Ascent. Yeah. So, uh, the he start had a couple there. good ones. Um, uh, Craters sure of the Moon, that. we had one. Um, Christina Newdorf, Castle Peak, California. There's some great shots. Steve James in Vancouver. That was awesome at night with the moon. Yeah, that was good. Marcy Pearson, Kings Peak. She did right. Kings Peak. I still would like to get out there. Jeff Hart, he's back doing some killer pictures. <laughs> Mount Shuxon yeah. in Washington. Wearing a helmet wise, Ryan. I think I pretty much nailed the name of that one. Though. Yeah, that one's a tough one to pronounce. Uh, I think I nailed it. Yeah. Amy Butler, she was in there again out in Vermont. Oh, check this one out. Heather uh, Bluff. Paddle boarding along the Green River on a 50-mile rafting trip, that's Montana, Utah. That's 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 a long way. Corey Vigil, though, do you see his Edelweiss Resort in Germany? So I looked at that and I was like, is that a post? Did he take a picture of a postcard? No, because it looks like it, right? It's it's amazing, the color. Yeah. The only thing this picture can do without, which has nothing to do with Corey, because it's amazing shot, is the power line. Right. So Germany, you got to do a lot better. You got to do a lot better, Germany. <laughs> Uh, Chandler uh, in uh, the Northwest had a good one. There's just so many good ones. Travis England, he has a finish at him at the UTMB finish line. Right. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of good ones. But Joel's week to pick the winner, and I can't disagree with this right. pick. It oh, was well-framed. What, what about Lee Moss took the one of the guys at Pikes Peak finish just, line? That's what I was just about to say. I could have done without seeing that one. Yeah, I would have kept running. I wouldn't yeah. have stopped at the finish yep. line. Um, but, yeah, this is where you go announce our winner. So it was Krista Alderdice. Uh, Enchanted Forest Trail in, in Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, yep. it was well framed. It was awesome. I like it. And it's I even very symmetrical. I even commented, I need to yeah. run here. And Amy Butler basically replied, saying, "Well, duh. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be said. part of your tour. Yeah. And Krista and Guy are included in my tour. Nice. Apparently, um, it's on the Vermont 50k course. That okay. picture. So Krista Alderdice, right. send us 
at manners at trailmanners.com your, your, ad, your address, and I will ship out your... Very, very limited edition. It's we're, getting we're very down, limited edition. Down, down to the very last hey, and weeks. If, and if by any chance maybe I ship somebody my Patagonia hat, messing it up, uh-huh. send it back. I never thought of that. I doubt that. I'm pretty sure. 99.9. I'm 100% sure that didn't happen. No. Now. It's up in the Tetons. It makes me so sad. It's it's so lonely. If the bear got it, I'm going to be pissed. That bear is totally rocking that out. I'll chase him down this weekend. That'd be a sweet picture. That'd win, Woody Footy. This week's Strava group, uh, Joseph Taylor, 109.8 miles ran. Joe. Uh, Total run time, Trevor Metting, 22 hours, 27 minutes. And climbing, Matthew Zabriskie, 28,546. Salt Lake. Yeah. Jimmy Elam was third, 24,989, Salt Whoa. Lake. Aaron Hill, she took some time off. She only did 23,247. Oh, That's a lot of vert going on this week. Back to school week, so she had to take it easy. Yeah, she did. She yeah. probably just, I'll, I'll have to get a quick one in. Right. So that was the leaderboard um, for the Trail Manners uh, Strava page. So we do have a few things, a little house cleaning to do. Uh, we went through the woody footies. Um, how about we jump into Ask Trail Manners? All right. This is a good one. I didn't send this to Joel. Yeah, so it'll so be it takes a fresh. So here it is, Ask Trail Manners. All bias aside, yeah. with all the trail shoe brands out on the market, right. I see a few brands that continue to break, break down in similar ways. Huh. In your opinion, how many miles should a good trail shoe get, and what are the better trail shoes out there, knowing everyone likes different drops, toe boxes, weights, etc.? That's oh. from Mike D. in Idaho. Man, how many miles should they get? Yeah. What's the manufacturers say 300, 350. Right in there is right. what, like, I think that's the, I, I almost call it a urban legend anymore. I think so, too. Yeah. I think after 200 miles, I'm looking for a new pair. Yeah. To be honest. I can squeak out more. I can squeak out 300, 400, but it's just uncomfortable at well, that point. And I think at some point, you too. you know what that fresh pair feels like, well, right? And, and where you're oh, running them. Feels so if, good. If you're doing more technical, right. you could rip them up better, yep, bushwhacking. Sure. Yeah. You know, so I think I think that was, I think at one point, if I remember right, it was more or less, you need to, there's articles saying you need to train your running shoes out and it's geared more toward road. Right. Like every 300 to 350 miles. So I think right. that was kind of the the pinnacle that stuck to everybody's head yeah exactly um but i've definitely like joel said i've got a lot of miles out of shoes oh, i've got yeah. hundreds and hundreds of miles it's just a matter i'll of, ring them out until there's nothing left yeah it's just like my oh so at the teton i didn't notice this i ran in my pearl m2s right and i finished didn't think threw them in a bag because they were stinky right got home was like monday i'm like all right i'm gonna battle these guys took them out and a huge chunk of the rubber sole was gone <laughs> yeah so I'd, I don't know how long I've been running without rubber on the bottom right. of my shoe. But you did just fine. Yeah, I finished. Yeah. But so I think I think mileage is going to vary. I think oh for sure. I think it's how well you take care of your shoes, and what I mean by that is where you run. Yeah. Like if you're just doing like some like Bonneville Shoreline Trail, what we're at, where it's kind of flat, not super technical, right. flat dust, dirt. Yep. They sh- could it last longer, but if you're forever. doing if you're doing like you know, gnarly rocks and roots. wheeler, like just the yeah. wheeler area, oh, yeah. or you're doing the switchbacks to the parking lot to Ben Loman, that type of stuff where it's right. gnarly and a lot of technical stuff, a lot of bushes that can snag. Right, I, I, they'll know. break down faster. But even then, man, I, I'll run in shoes if they got holes in them. As long as they're still performing adequately, 
Just keep rolling with those things. And Who I, cares if they are a little bit defective? And I, I roll those ones into my winter running shoes. Uh, yeah, unless there's too big of a hole in them. Yeah, right. I just, I'm like, well, because I, I like to save my good ones for other stuff. Right. But I think mileage-wise is going to vary. Um, personally, I think if you can get 300 out of a pair of shoes, you're doing good. Uh, I, and I, I know too. people argue and say, oh, I got 600 out of my Hey, X. that's great. That's yeah. awesome. But Fantastic. I mean, realistically, you can get as many as you want out of yeah, a pair of shoes if you have duct tape and, and bailing wire. And if you've wire. got the funds, you can change them out every 200 miles. Yeah. You know, just make sure you donate them. But I know, because I know there's been a lot, like I follow on social media and stuff, and you see a lot of, like, ultras ripping out in the in the, yeah. uh, in the forefoot, in the, forefoot. In the mesh, yeah. in the same spot. That's a significant breakdown. Yeah, I and mean, then it seems to be cr- more, you see, it's, like, common. Right, That's the right word for it. Um, so I know what they were probably talking about on breakdown. Um, I don't know. And that's a, I like how he worded the last part where he's like, what are the better trail shoes out there knowing everybody likes different drops, toe boxes, et cetera, right. weights, et cetera. And I think that's a great one. That's where I think it comes to personal preference. Yeah, it is, right? Ultra still does put out some good shoes. I just right? got a brand new pair of Lone Peak 4s. Yeah. And I'm going to be testing those out when I decide yeah. to run again. And Hoka's doing a lot better. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they are doing too. A lot, doing much better. Um, but it's I think it's people, right? Because yeah. I know people that love or hate a brand. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, I love people. Someone will say, I, lo- I won't wear anything with Solomon. I love that right. 8 mil drop. Yeah. I love a narrow toe box. But yeah. like me, it's like I can't do a narrow toe box. Exactly. Ultras sometimes are too wide at the toes. True. Um, Pearl was my all-time favorite fit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie there, but they're gone. Right. Uh, um, Brooks, so that pure, pure grit looks that, like a good shoe. You're just mentioning mm-hmm. that shoe. Do you that, know the drop in the four. stack? It's four, 19, 19, 14, oh. the stack heights, and it's got a four, five mil drop. Okay. Something like that. Um, that Saucony Exodus was a great shoe. I think they just kind of messed it up recently, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I see a lot of people that like what they like. Yeah. You know. Find what you like and just keep rolling with it. and It's going to vary year to year. It you know does I mean? if they upgrade or downgrade yeah, or bring exactly. out a new model. Like the, I know the Hoka Torrent's been taking things by storm lately. I've got a pair of those, and it's a, it says it's like for more of a faster shoe. It is a very fast shoe. Because um, I tried those on, they were comfortable out of the box. Yeah, they're comfortable out of the box, but man, that's a fast shoe. Um, yeah, I would like to know what. I think each brand. I think brands all have a winner. They. For sure, do you know what I mean? Like right. I think Solomon, Hoka, North Face, Sock. I think everybody's yeah. got a winner. They do, and then they have some dogs. Oh, do they ever? You know, and then some yeah. of it just does boil down to your foot type and what you like. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, mileage wise, that could vary across the board, just depending on what you like. If you got the money and you can yeah. place them every couple hundred miles, mm-hmm. I know. In, I know in trail running, when people are putting in two thousand miles a year, you could say that's ten pair of shoes. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's a lot. Of but you can get. You know, rotating shoes is good. Have yeah. a couple pair. That's what I've been doing lately. Um, I've been trying to do that more now lately, too, so I'm running low. Uh, but I mean, I'm excited to try that. I like the Lone Peak 4. I really like the tread on those. Do you? I do. Um, I haven't, I've worn them around the apartment. Mm-hmm. What I'm probably going to do, though, and I'll be all honest with everybody, is I might put a little hill drop in them. Yeah, I think I'm, that's I'm fair. I'm not a zero drop guy. Ah, and I've tried it. Tough. I actually tried it for well over a year. It's tough. Um, so... 
And I think for me, it's more or less just because I like other shoes, so I don't want to just be running in like a six to four drop and then drop right. to a zero and go yeah. back and forth. I don't know how healthy that is. Actually, that's probably pretty healthy to do that. Just to go I back think and it's forth. Better. Yeah, than just, just being straight. like straight zero. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure on the Achilles. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try those, but they do. They look they look good. Um, I'm kind of excited, and I hope they work because I'd love to find a new shoe, especially since they're brand new, so I know I could get them for a couple more months. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I will do a little talk about them uh, once I do figure them out. So, anyway, Mike, uh, thanks for the question. That was the one question we did have this week. Um, but I do want to give a quick shout-out, too. I didn't bring it up, but Elizabeth and Nate at the Sign Garage yep. in Ogden, they sponsor our Woody Footy um, Award. So they basically said, here's a year's worth of hats. Right. We know what you guys are doing. We dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, give them away. They gave us some stuff to ship them in. But the reason I want to give them a little shout-out, I didn't know this because I haven't been in there for a little while. Gotcha. Um They've uh, they've got a foster baby, a little girl. Like a real human baby? A, a real human baby. Like she was telling me, she goes, I'm not in the shop as much. Not My, like a um, dog? No, a Holy real cow. human baby. That's huge. That is. Um, she's three months. They've had her for two. Whoa. Uh, isn't that awesome? I'm so pumped for those guys. Good for them. Um, but she was kind of, she was letting me know she feels kind of sad because it's, not theirs. It's right. not their adopting. So she's like, I don't know if I can give it back. Oh, it's going to be hard, <laughs> right? You know? Because um, when she says we have a foster, I usually think... Doc. Right? Well, even yeah. when she said it was human, I was thinking, okay, elementary age, maybe yeah, junior exactly. high age. But she's like, yeah, we got this like one month. I'm that's like, holy crazy. cow, that's a lot of work. He's so she hasn't been in the yet. shop. Right. Um, I, so, I can see why. Yeah, she's a little busy. But yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to those guys because oh, that's good really for them. cool um, to do that. But, yeah, I think that's all we have for this week. I can't think of anything else other than uh, make sure you keep your eyes open for my Patagonia hat. You can check out our website. There will be some selfies um, with that hat in it. So now there are more hatties and selfies. Um, but I think that's it for this week. Uh, single Track Session 102, we did get a closing quote. This close, closing quote was from Tony G. out of Washington. Never measure the height of a mountain until you have reached the top. Then you will see how low it was. Boom. Dropping knowledge. Dropping a closing quote. Never measure the height of a mountain until you have reached the top. Then you will see how low it was. I guess. I guess, Tony. I can't I can't say because I've done some mountains where I'm like, that's too damn high for me. Anyway, this is Eric and Joel with the Trail Manners Podcast, Single Trek Session 102, and we are out. <laughs>